Hooligans. Welcome back to another episode of the Weaving Words Podcast. Um, we're coming fresh off the heels of WrestleMania weekend. And, uh, you know, I figured it'd be a really fun thing to do to be out live on spot. Kind of like the Spanish announce table. Hopefully this one doesn't get broken. Um, and, uh, you know, because it's wrestling, I decided to bring a very special guest. It's uh, one of my nephews who uh, is a huge wrestling fan. Definitely a bigger fan of uh, wrestling than I am. Um, but what's up, Adrian? What's up, Roman? Nice to be here, man. Like I said, first time on a podcast, and that poor Spanish announce table, man. <laughs> they always get the, they always gets broken, man. Right? It's, it's such a bummer. Uh, as I get why they don't do it anymore, but I loved as a kid seeing them pull out the giant ass monitors. Because remember yeah. they had the big monitors, and that was like little iPads. I'm like, ah, it's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they would take like the cover off and fucking. Well, my favorite thing too is especially watching it live. You just see how many times they rebuild it just to have it get broken down every other match i'm like yeah dude that thing is it's like on fucking it's like lego bricks put together yeah. like we're not gonna waste screws on this shit dude, it's gonna break next match anyways <laughs> once you watch it live too you kind of understand why they use the spanish one because <laughs> i don't think jr wanted to keep standing up every right. freaking 15 minutes uh dude it's, it's so fun watching it live too especially when they did uh yeah they did the spanish one and the uh the english one and uh they were getting i think they broke both of them during mania or maybe it was a uh, raw i forget it's been so much wrestling at once um but yeah man we're just hanging out talking wrestling a whole lot of wrestling uh just potential storyline stuff like that and uh i would definitely wanted to bring up some older stuff i know we're talking older stuff and uh i you know i had you prepare some uh some storylines that you wanted to talk about um especially you know uh in the past because uh for the first one you said in the past it was the uh, RVD Money in the Bank um, yeah. feud against uh, Cena or the match yeah. or storyline against it. And I wasn't watching at that time. I don't think I was. I vaguely remember. Yeah. Were they doing ECW at that time too? So it was right off the heels of a successful ECW One Night Stand in 05. So Is that the one where like they were about to beat the shit out of Cena? <laughs> uh, no, this was the year before. So the year before, it, it, okay. was, it was like a year's worth of buildup because it was RVD's idea initially to bring back the reunion show. And it did well, sold a lot of copies, and then... They had him booked to win the Money in the Bank in order for him to win the championship at ECW. And I know this pay-per-view gets like a lot of bad rap because the year before it was it was strictly a reunion show. It was like not a lot of WWE stuff. Right. It was all ECW. Yeah. Like, hey, you guys remember ECW? Exactly. <laughs> and I think that like ECW purists weren't a fan of this because it was a lot of just like, hey, this is what we're going to do on Tuesdays now with the new ECW show. And I didn't like the new ECW stuff. I remember, who was it? Uh, you know, they had Orton have it for a while. But uh, yeah, it was just weird. It just looked like a ECW branded WWE show. Yeah, and that's, that, all it and that's like. what it was. And that's why when I tell people that I actually, I absolutely love this storyline, it kind of gets a, like, like not a weird look, but more like... Really? Really? Yeah, yeah like really that <laughs> one. But I just love it because, like I've mentioned... I think that the Money in the Bank briefcase is like one of the best inventions that WWE has ever had. I think it's such a cool concept to it's have. It's the best MacGuffin to have. Like, yeah, it, it's just it's so coveted. It's a good it's good for story. It's good for just building up matches too. Yeah. Um, me and my boss are trying to remember who was the first Money in the Bank match winner. Edge in two thousand five. He won it in LA, which is coincidental because that's where the WrestleMania was at that you just went to. But yeah, he won it in 05, and the next year was RVD. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he he tagged it up and everything. Yeah, too. I remember that. And and you know what I love about it, like I mentioned too, was the the fact that he did it. He called his shot. He said, "June eleventh, one night stand. It's never happened before." And yeah, I'm not gonna be an opportunist. I'm not gonna come and beat you when you're, when you're yeah. at your weakest after a big match. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna call my shot. 
no excuses. Yeah. If you lose, you lose. Mm-hmm. You can't say like, oh, I just got you know RKO'd and then you came in and won. It's like, nah. You knew what was happening. And and I think that's super cool because it says a lot about RVD's character um, because he's a he's a fantastic wrestler. Like, the fact that he was able to prepare for this and, and you know, let the crowd build up. I don't know if you remember some of, like, the signs, but I think ECW One Night Stand 06 has the most, like, iconic wrestling sign of all time. If Cena wins, we riot. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I will never forget seeing that on the DVD because I was, like... I genuinely when you when you when you see the match and you hear the crowd you hear their chants you're like, dude this they're gonna actually riot if this guy wins this fucking match like I it's I funny because you, you don't see that in the U.S. anymore I mean even back then very rarely but you go to like these Latin countries and stuff um, and even some of the Japanese uh, matches were yeah dude they're like if this isn't good we're gonna fuck this place up yeah. we're gonna fuck this place up we're mm-hmm. gonna fuck you up I mean there's that one guy who got killed in whatever fucking Central South American country and like that's just how serious they take yeah. that shit over there and that's how it shows you that's how serious the ECW fans were though yeah. I mean that was the the match where they also uh, John Cena would do his thing throws the shirt out and they're like fuck this take the yeah, shit back that, they kept the, throwing it back in that's another thing I'm glad you brought that up because I. We were speaking off off camera or off mic about this, but I think that that was one of the also the few times where we saw Cena be like, "Okay, you want me to be the bad guy? I'm gonna <laughs> pander to every every way. I'm gonna make sure you boo me." So he kept throwing it. He, that, that's the closest we came to like a heel Cena, and yeah. that's just because, again, dude, like you're you're the crowd. It, it's it's almost like it's a third participant, it's yeah. a third wrestler at 100%, that point. It's 100%. so it's so intimate because you look at the area too, and it's all closed in. It's like a weird theater actually. It, it, it's the called the Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah, and, that's what it was—a ballroom. And, yeah. and to my and to this day, I don't care how many million-dollar stadiums you could put. I just love that venue. I yeah. love how close the fans were. I love like how they didn't have a traditional barricade. It was like those old like '90s the the steel bar barricades. <laughs> yeah, so they, yeah. they just put had their hands right through it and and <laughs> throwing shit. And it's just the whole the whole like the whole idea of the event was super cool. The execution might not have been the best, and like I said, the rest of the matches. I think that's the best we're gonna get though with WWE owning it. I yeah, mean, we talked about how yeah. controlling Vince is. So for this to have happened at all is like it's cool. It's uh-huh. cool to see it where you're just like, hey, we're getting something that's in the vein of this old format that people like. Um, just be happy we got it at all because it could have just yeah. easily not happened. It could have easily been more of what ECW was, which is just like a almost like NXT is now, but yeah. NXT is actually good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it, it was kind of NXT in a sense because you still got guys like CM Punk out of it. You, CM Punk yeah, was, yeah, was yeah, on yeah, the original yeah. ECW. He came out of that. Um, Christian, when he returned to to WWE, he was he came through ECW. That's so, right. Yeah. So it wasn't like, I mean, it was very, very bad. It's <laughs> There's no other way to put it. But I think, like you said, the fact that, just think about who Vince McMahon is and the fact that he let his championship lose to an original it's not like a guy that they repackaged as an ecw guy it was right, like an, right. an original ecw, ECW dude. yeah yeah because i think randy orton won the ecw belt at one time and then who else was it they I had, think it was cm punk cm I think punk it was, yeah. they had a bunch of people though they had a bunch of people kind of pass it around that and that's the problem with the a lot of these titles and they get passed around so much like that like it doesn't fucking matter anymore dude uh, unless the wrestlers are so good like I, I don't know if you watch the uh, mania but the uh the gunther fucking gunther i think is a great wrestler he's really well he's really that great. whole all three of those guys are like viable ic champions mm-hmm. so at that point if they pass it around between them well, that makes sense but yeah. when it's the world heavyweight championship if you just had to get passed around i mean they kind of did that uh with the big gold belt status one with yeah. Ray and them were having it passed around and I'm like, what the fuck's the point of this belt? Like nobody They wants just had anymore. Ray getting squashed on Dude, s- I know, Friday man. every week with the belt. It was such like a 
It was like a, a, sh- a shooting yourself in the foot. Like I don't know why you would because the value of the belt was just down. going. Well, there down, was that yeah. one point too before the Universal belt or the WWE or the US belt when Kevin Owens had it was like that. That seems more valuable than the the main belt because he gives a fuck about it. Yeah, you know, he treats it like that. Yeah. It's not getting passed around. Yeah. It's not. And, you know? and we're speaking at ECW and Ray and like that same pay per view. He doesn't even he don't even defend his title. He lose he no DQs with Sabu. So it's like I don't. I've never understood that, like discrediting your own championship. Like you mentioned, Kevin Owens. I loved how much he cared about the U.S. title. And then I don't know if you remember when we went to Raw, but that's when Cena was doing his open title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, love yeah. that. I love when you the do the open s- challenge. Yeah, yeah, that was fucking sick. You do things like that with the IC title or the U.S. title, and it not only like makes everybody more. It elevates the title, yeah. and it elevates anybody who's going after it yeah. as well. I mean, look at this IC belt, dude. Yeah. You have three of the fucking coolest modern era. Sheamus, I'm surprised has held on as long as he has. But, you know, that just shows you how much he works at it. But, like, fucking Drew McIntyre is fucking legit. Uh, Gunther's legit. Like, so this belt, like, is it's a it's a huge contrast versus last year, which was, I was so upset last year's WrestleMania where the U.S. belt was, I believe, Finn Balor and the IC was Ricochet or the other way around. Neither of them defended the belt during Mania. And I'm like, these belts don't fucking matter there. Yeah, and... And, and they're great wrestlers, and yeah, dude, like you need to have people who give a fuck. So again, that money in the bank, especially early on, it wasn't treated the way it is now. People can just win it off of you like they yeah. do now. So like, yeah, when Edge had it, and he was you know being an opportunist catching it in, RVD had it, and he fucking tagged it up and made it his own airbrush like his uh, his tights. You're like, that's a, it's almost like a another title. Yeah, yeah, that and that really is, and that's the thing about what made that match intriguing because, you know, you had Edge hold the the briefcase. For so long, you, you know, he he cashed in almost a whole year from when he won it. He, oh yeah, he, he goes Cena. waits on yeah, the sideline, yeah. watches people. Because mm-hmm. at any point he's a threat. Yeah. <laughs> if I was obviously it's all pre-scripted, right? Mm-hmm. But let's just say I had gotten the money in the bank match, I'd be going in and watching like shit that every, doesn't matter. Yeah, every match, I, I'd just be like, I don't even care about the belt. I just want to fuck you up, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> like let's just go in and let's just uh, like I, uh, the, yeah, like you have to kind of use that to your advantage. Like there's a clip. We were talking about Austin Theory. I know his Money in the Bank run is like kind of, you know, either love it or hate it. But there's a segment on a SmackDown where Roman Reigns is talking. And Austin Theory, he just comes out with the briefcase. And all he does is just hold it up and he runs around the ring. Like, like that's just such like playing to what the briefcase yeah, means. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, you could be talking about Rhodes or somebody, but hey, remember I got this. Like, you know, right. I have well, it's this. It's almost like you, a you gun. You can't forget him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can just, just come like, hey, and shoot you. It, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, I posted it on my Facebook. It was a clip I shared. Um, but yeah, there's a Japanese wrestler who has a gun. <laughs> and it doesn't play well to audio, so I, I won't, I'll show you after we record. But yeah, his whole thing is like, when's he going to bring the gun out so people get all scared? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost how it is yeah. though it's like especially in the hands of somebody who's legit like Austin Theory is kind of like a back and forth serious not serious yeah. threat right now just because of the gimmicks they've had him have and also he's new we we're talking how young he is yeah. um, but like someone like fuck AJ Styles if he had the money in the bank you'd be like oh fuck man I gotta deal with this motherfucker yeah. on top of Cody Rhodes or Brock or whatever mm. or any of those guys if Seth Seth when he has the money in the bank you're just like fuck man like what's he gonna do mm. <laughs> Yeah, and so like going going back to ECW and all that stuff over there, I think the the whole match itself was great. Um, like the thing about RVD always was that he was one of like the best. He was able to do like all the gimmick stuff at ECW while also putting on a good match. And my yeah, he favorite, was good on the mic, yeah. good good uh good on the mat, and uh, he just looked good too. He had a good style. I think that's a lot of it. Is your I tell people all the time is there's three things that make a good wrestler: the way you look. 
the way you talk and the way you wrestle. And if you have all three of those, very few people even have one of them. Yeah. Like, um, so for that ECW uh, lead up, um, what would you say was your not the match itself, but what was your favorite story moment leading up to the match? Well, leading up to the match, they kind of did gave RVD like a mini push. They had him take the title off Shawn Benjamin, and he was holding the IC title with the Money in the Bank. My favorite part about that was the fact that it was like it looked like as if Cena was going to be impossible because that same year he had just beat Edge for the WWE title again. Then he beats Triple H at Mania. He has a fatal four-way or triple threat at Backlash. So you're we're already starting to get I don't know if you can necessarily say story, but it's the fact of his the way he was getting built up and it was like okay, damn, if Edge didn't take him out, you know, Triple H didn't take him out, who's going to do this? And you see somebody like RVD who has the money in the bank and against the people he wanted against, the other people in the match, Bobby Lashley, Finley, uh, Ric Flair, Matt like Hardy, guys, guys that yeah. were, were having a, a way better position. So so I think my favorite part about it was just like the whole suspense. And then when he comes out on Raw to finally tell him, hey, I know, I know you've been watching me with this, but I have a place where, you know, even the way he says he's like, the conditions work extremely well in my favor, you know. And then it's fun seeing all the little yeah, the like little nods and um, and the little breadcrumbs they leave you. Because obviously, you know, if you're you're a avid fan and you're really into, it, if you're a mark, right? That's the the, the term that they like. Yeah. To if you're a smart mark, yeah, you're gonna catch on to these. But it makes it to where let's just say you're not as hip onto it. Let's just say you're very casual, but you like watching it. And then later on, when the stuff comes up, you're like. Oh, that's why they said this. Yeah. Like it just it make, when everything clicks, you're like, "Fuck, that was good." Like, yeah, it, it, the payoff is always good when when they've laid out the rail for you, you know, for the train to come in. But yeah, dude, that, that's that is cool. That is fun. Um, I then, I enjoyed the, I enjoy the match itself. Like if I I don't even have to watch like the whole period build up or like the vignettes that they make, like the promos. Um, but like the match itself, like I really feel like that was the first time we saw Cena really um, get out of his element in his comfort zone. Like the fr- It was the first time there wasn't somebody cheering for him in the crowd. He worked, I think he worked the hardcore style like super good, like that old school, like kind of old timey like wrestling, but using of, of, of extremeness, if, if, that's, if that makes sense. Because it wasn't the more of traditional Cena. He wasn't doing just his five moves, if that's, to just say that <laughs> he wasn't just doing like all his yeah, he was forced to get creative yeah. to meet up with mm-hmm. the you know uh rise to the occasion of you know when you're going up against somebody who can do all these different moves yeah. and go another level you have to go up to that level where you're gonna look bad even if you win you'll look bad like yeah. happens a lot i mean they're called squash matches yeah. right? nobody really cares seeing that unless you're already built up to be that character mm-hmm. unless you're a lesnar and you're suplexing the shit out of people nobody really wants to watch squash matches because it's not entertaining yeah 100 like, percent. no that is fun uh so who ends up winning the match <laughs> RVD ends up winning the match. I don't like, I like the match, but the only thing I wouldn't, ch- I would have changed, was Edge's interference. I felt like that was too too WWE because Edge and RVD had no, they had no connection to each other. They they end up fighting for the belt like two weeks later on Raw, the three of them. So it's like, I don't know why they had somebody like adding somebody to the story is like so WWE like. I think they well, should have yeah, just let... they have to protect the the champ, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, we we're talking about it earlier. It's like you can't just have your guy lose. We're talking about the Austin Theory John Cena match, yeah. and we're like, yeah, Cena can't win because, and that's the one thing they shouldn't have put the belts on the line. They should have just have it be like an exhibition match. Um, but yeah, if the belt wasn't on the line, Cena probably would have won. Austin would have had a good showing, but Austin can't lose because Cena's not gonna yeah. carry the belt. Mm-hmm. Cena can't lose clean. 
like in an easy way because he's John Cena. He's the yeah, best. It'll, so it has to be a like, oh, I won, but the ref wasn't looking. Oh, shit, I got low blowed. Yeah. Like, you know, you got to protect in a way of like, you know, them losing. They're still being protected. Their their character, their image or, you know, their their validity is being protected one way. So that, like you said, it's very WWE where it's like RVD just can't win clean. And, and like, I don't mind an interference, but like the whole context make it makes sense yeah like the whole context of the show like he, edge had his own conflict like he was teaming with mick foley and they were shitting on ecw like why is he now helping what well, he what, why is he helping an ecw and the, and the year before in 05 he was one of like the crusaders that came to wwe like they brought like 10 wrestlers five from smackdown five from raw to like watch on the top balcony just to make build up more of like the wwe versus ecw stuff so like anybody who watched that like if that was your first show for one night stand you probably would enjoy the hell out of it because it wasn't entertaining. I won't say it wasn't entertaining, but like me, I knew the whole year of build up. And yeah, all you that have stuff. the background. You're like, why are yeah, they doing it like yeah, this? It like, doesn't make sense. Yeah, and like it makes it made sense because it built up to Edge versus Cena's feud that they had later that year. I just think there was there was better ways to introduce that rivalry, and it would have been it would have been cool for RVD to have like his his moment, like hit the frog splash. Yeah. When or, dude, cl- imagine when if they clean, did the like, other way around where they're like, Edge interferes, fucks up RVD. RVD still wins. ECW guys yeah. come out, chase Edge yeah. off. Exactly. RVD's able to rise to the occasion mm-hmm. still win. Mm-hmm. It would have made everything so much better. Well, because you have ECW, even if you want to protect Cena, you have ECW guys come in and fuck up Edge. Yeah. Fuck up Cena a bit while the rest not licking or whatever. And then RVD, and then it puts them back to evil, even footing. And they have a match and go back and forth and then they win. Yeah. You know, you, you have your tick for tack, right? One guy fucked up RVD, mm-hmm. interfered, fucked up RVD. Another guy comes in, interferes, messes up John Cena. You know, you, you can level it out. You still have the, the ambiguity of like, well, what if nobody interfered? How would yeah. it have gone? Mm-hmm. It was, well, they did. And this is just the way it is. And RVD won. And he's, you know, he's a valid threat. He's a valid yeah, champion. It's just unfortunate how that summer played out because, um, I've read like on forums and I've seen videos and stuff that he was supposed to hold the title for like a couple of months. Like, you know, in wrestling, to have a good run. Yeah, a good yeah. run and good run. And, and he's such a fan favorite that I oh, think that yeah, would, dude. that would have been excellent. Like for, he's to, very for us much to look on the level. He's kind of like a proto Orton where you're like, if he wants to have the belt, he can have it, but yeah. he's just fun to watch. I, I put him on like that level of like Jeff Hardy. Like he'll just yeah. put his body on the yeah, line yeah, yeah, and he'll just definitely. freaking, he entertains you. He, he knows like, if I die in this match, I'm gonna make sure everybody gets their dollars worth. Which right, is, which like, is like an insane well, thing well, to think about. What was his? Uh, what was his name? It was a whole freaking show, right? Yeah, or something uh, like that? the whole effing show. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, dude, it makes sense. He's there. He's like, this is what you came for. I'm here to put on a good match and put my body on the line. And I think, especially at that time, wrestlers knew like I'm not gonna be here forever. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and um, I think that he's one of those guys that kind of goes under the radar when you talk about guys yeah. that were just like well, I think amazing it's just, wrestlers. I think he just came, uh, or he kind of just fell away, right? And and it's again, it's unfortunate because the era he was wrestling in and stuff, there was no AEW. You know, I guess he can go to New Japan. Pro well, he, he had a great run in TNA. I know a lot of people were That's not. That's the problem. Were is not, it was TNA. Yeah. It just wasn't. You mm-hmm. know, and TNA never had the impact for they, lack of a better term. You like kind of no pun intended. But it, yeah. it was almost like how AEW was, where it's like we're just gonna take all the WWE leftovers and and repackage them and as repackage our own them. guys. The problem is uh, the um, the um, <laughs> the, uh, the the problem that uh, TNA had versus AEW is TNA didn't have the opportunity of all these guys going and making a huge brand in New Japan before they came and built 
um, AEW, over there it was just straight to like, you're going to do this a few indie shows and then we're going to do Impact yeah. and that's it. Whereas over there, they built up the whole club, all elite, you know, all that stuff. And then they came and they made their own promotion yeah. with that running. You know, they had momentum to carry it. And back then it was like, again, you're, you're taking all the watch offs. I mean, even look at it now, they have good wrestlers on there. They have cool stuff going on, but nobody cares, dude. Like nobody gives a fuck. I think that the two, I think AEW benefited from the fact of where WWE was going because you, you think about when like RVD and all them were in TNA, it was like, it was at the beginning of, of the Super Cena. So you weren't going to get any kids to, to flip the channel because you had Cena at his peak. And as much as the adults claim they didn't like it, they were, they're going to tune in because they're hoping to see if Cena finally loses, right? And I think AEW came around at a perfect storm in pro wrestling because we had, like, we had WWE kind of falling down in terms of, like, almost mainstream popularity. And you had AEW who took the perfect storm of people that, they took guys that people wanted to see and they put them on, like, a big stage. Guys like, like MJF. They brought back CM Punk. They were the ones that were able to bring back Punk. They have oh, guys Rhodes, like yeah, Kenny Rhodes, Omega, Kenny Omega Moxley, mm-hmm. like all those guys are just like they're super talented wrestlers, and I think like with TNA, they had the in ring work, they just didn't have the the they didn't they didn't have the opportunity, they didn't have the the storylines. I just think that the AEW came in at like a perfect a perfect time of 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 professional wrestling. You know, you're right, cause um. AEW would have had to is uh, like you said people are tired of WWE it's getting stale it's the same shit over and over and yeah the fans who care who want to see a difference they're not huge but there's enough mm-hmm. there's enough fans that are going to tune in that yeah. want an alternative that's not TNA that's not washed up WWE guys yeah. basically but yeah the um, for something more recent you said you had wanted to talk about I forgot I forgot how big of a Shield fan you were but you said you wanted to talk yeah. about the first yeah. Shield breakup so, uh, for a little bit of background, tell us what the Shield was exactly. So, the Shield was a faction in the WWE that was consisted of of probably three of the best wrestlers on the planet right now: Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley, depending what you want to watch. <laughs> but I think the Shield is it, it's I loved it for what it was because it was very true to the way that WWE was at the time. They were young, they were hungry, like. They were beating people up nasty, like Nexus style, but with three guys. And in hindsight, it's cool because they're all three former world champion. One of them is the current champion. So the, they're I, all a threat. Yeah. yeah. And I loved how they would come out from like the crowd. They had their vet. Like they were, they legitimately felt like a security force type shit. Yeah, they're they were like just, paramilitary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the whole, well, the story goes, the authority is trying to get into power or they're already in power actually. And, they're trying to get somebody to turn on them that they have a mole. And I was mentioning to Roman off, off mic. Um, I thought at the time it was going to be Dean Ambrose just because I knew how big he was, like, already amongst other indie wrestling and, fans. And I think that's what the red herring is, though, is everybody thinks it's going to be Ambrose. Yeah. It's just the most likely it makes mm-hmm. sense, yeah. right? Yeah, like you said, he was a lunatic fringe. Right. He was crazy. Like, everybody the thought it was going to be. wild card, yeah. yeah. And everybody knew Roman wouldn't because he's always been, well, Tribal chief. He's always been the the leader of of everything, so it it would be kind he's of a straight foolish. shooter. Like he's very one dimensional, which isn't a bad thing to have. No, not yeah. in wrestling at least. But it's like he's not gonna just fuck up everything he built. 
like he's just like you know and were they were they nxt first yeah they were they and yeah. they weren't did, together were, in nxt were they shield in nxt no or no, no they, they were they, they were different guys. wrestlers yeah. yeah they were they, yeah, yeah. they had different characters and they had different i can't even it's, it's, remember, it's early um, nxt it's yeah. basically like ovw 2.0 yeah uh, yeah, yeah. whereas now nxt is another brand now they use and it as you, another brand you, so. you, you kind of keep your character yeah, now instead of like 50 50 chance whereas before it was like no there's no yeah no yeah i still remember like um like bray white's first name and husky hair yeah Harris, yeah. Or like Ryback when he was in Nexus, yeah, like all, um, those, all those things. Uh, Daniel Bryan was in Nexus uh, too. One of my favorite wrestlers right now, uh, Raquel. Raquel, I think she's Raquel Rodriguez right now. She was Raquel Gonzalez. Oh yeah, that's right. So yeah, all that's they right. did yeah, was yeah, just yeah. change the last name to one Mexican Hispanic <laughs> name to another. I'm like, what the fuck was the point of that? Vince thinks only two Mexican names exist. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna go to she's gonna go to AEW as Raquel Jimenez, <laughs> <laughs> Raquel Lopez. Um, uh, Lopez. Who else? Uh, who else did they change? Um, there, Shinsuke there was and Oscar were able to keep their name, but they changed their like their, their, their gimmick, the, the gimmick or, their, yeah. or their character, yeah. Which was such a bummer, you know. The Empress of Tomorrow with their badass undefeated undefeated streak, mm-hmm. you know, um, beat Goldberg streak. Yeah. Had to vacate the belt because no one could beat her. She yeah. was the best, and then she comes and feuds with nobody. Like it was some some like the lowest of the low. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Why not have her go straight to Charlotte? Like, I don't know. Whatever. Man. I th- I think one of the first times too that they saw like, hey, we can we can use this gimmick still was with Kevin Owens because when he got moved up he was like he, I think he made his debut as the NXT champ I think he was still the NXT yeah, champ yeah, when yeah. he came to make his main roster a lot debut. of guys were allowed to go up and yeah. kind of go back and forth Rhea Ripley was like that a lot yeah too. she was she was yeah Rhea's badass too um, she kept her name but I think it's because they had her by then they had already built up the well, NXT UK L- LA Knight was just on Smackdown too yeah so he, LA Knight from what I hear is really good they've been <laughs> they've been teasing a lot about making him full time like on the, what on, was on the uh, red show what was the shield known as when they were NXT what, what were their names uh, that's nothing, right? They were, I, they were just yeah. no, like I think that Rollins, he Rollins was popular. I know a lot in in OVW. I can't remember his name right now. That's so bad on my part, but I I didn't. It's like it, one of your favorite dudes. Yeah, bro. I know. And and they just it just. <laughs> I remember last year, like anything Rollins, give me anything yeah, Rollins shirt. Yeah, like, and, fuck, and, there's nothing here. Dude. I like, <laughs> said Rollins probably is my favorite wrestler right now. And that's kind of that's sad, but I think that also shows like just where the entertainment value was at the time. Like I, like you said, nobody was watching, and then these yeah. three unknown, relatively unknown to the WWE audience. Like I said, unless you're watching like OEVW, CZW, like all that stuff where yeah. Ambrose was at before. Yeah, that's right. Then you would know, but like me as just a 14 13 year old i'm like i don't never heard these guys yeah three dudes roll up yeah and they just start whooping ass and i'm like dude (laughs) this is like it's kind of like makes you almost believe that that the that it gets you real invested into the kayfabe because you're like oh shit like these guys could just pop out of nowhere and just change the whole match that's why (laughs) that's why the turn was so so like well um, it's cool too because you're trying to figure out who they are it's like well who are they gonna go up against who are they you know they say they're on this side, but we yeah, don't know them enough. They, so they, they can had, legit. What, what will they interfere in? What's their whole? They had almost like a. This is a good one for you. They, they had almost like a bubble fat vibe yeah, because yeah, mercenary before the turn it was like they're almost like a fucking terrorist splinter cell. Where you're like, yeah. what the fuck are these guys? What doing, are they doing? Man? Yeah, yeah. Like, what is the benefit <laughs> for them? And then once Seth turns, you're like, oh, now I get it. Right, you're right, like, right. And then. And so how did that go? What was the lead up to that then? So you said there's the they they planted the mole. They're they're throwing the you know the smoke over yeah, at them. Yeah, they're they're trying to get the shield. Like they're trying to break them up from within before this happens. So then Triple H he says the iconic line of that there's always a plan B because he sees that these guys are just not gonna break up on their own. They're gonna right. just you know the mole is doing a good job of covering his tracks and the other two believe him to the point where they're like nah like you're lying. There's no mole. Come in here and yeah. I, I believe it's Big Show Orton and Triple H. 
And as Triple H is walking into the ring, he has his, the signature sledgehammer. Right. And he teases that he's going to go in there and do the work himself. And he says, no. He delivers a line of, there's always a plan B. Um, he swings the chair. And I think the whole sequence of it from, from like the storytelling to just the way Roman falls, bro. If you look at the way he falls, he falls head first. As, oh, as if somebody stabs him in the back. Like, like if you got stabbed in the back, and you, you know? <laughs> and you see Ambrose, who's just like, his what jaw's open. Like, yeah. he can't believe what just happened. He's like, and he, and, and, he, and you see him go from like mad, sad, and like unhappy. Just like all, all, all the emotions. Yeah, 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 all the emotions yeah. just play across his and, face. And, and then they fuck him up, both of them. And you just see Rollins standing there with the authority, and you're like, Holy shit. Like, what's going to happen now? Is right, Rollins like, going to get the push? Is it going to be Reigns? Because at the time was when... It was, th- this was a little bit before Reigns fought Lesnar at Mania. So there was always belief that he would be the one that got the push. So once Seth was the one that turned, it was like, it who's going to get the, the push? Dynamic, yeah. yeah. And this is actually a little... Like a year and a half. Like a year, I would say, yeah, like a, like a year maybe before. But it... You know how wrestling is. It's, it's a long time. It's long term storytelling. So, you it know. is and it isn't. Like a, a year is long enough for people to forget shit. Yeah, that's, that's what I true. tell people all the that's time. True. When uh, you know, I work at a comic shop, so people come in like, "Oh, do you have the first issue?" I'm like, "If you're interested, because what you heard is going on right now, just get the stuff that's going on right now." Because what happened, not even a year ago, but let's just say 80 years ago, with some of these characters like Batman and Superman, does not matter at all to what the story's going on yeah. right now. They're not even the same character anymore. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, comic books are a lot like wrestling and soap opera. They're fucking. Uh, mortal enemies this month, and then in six months they're tag teaming the, together. They're tag and, champs. And, yeah, tag champs. And then a year from that, one of them's having the other one's baby. And two years from that, um, they're fighting for custody. Like it just doesn't matter. Like yeah. shit's gonna go fucking wild. Yeah. Like yeah. you know. So just if you like the story, you hear this is good. Check it out. You know, it's like wrestling. You you don't have to go and see what Bruno San Martino was doing with his run to know yeah, what exactly. Reigns is doing with this one yeah. right now. Like, you know, that, that, that's the thing with uh, with wrestling and soap operas and comic books is as much as it matters, it also doesn't matter. Yeah. You, 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 if you just want to be entertained and have good stories, you can just jump in here and there. Um, I remember, what I do remember from the initial breakup, and I don't know, I, I think this is Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins said it, I don't know if he was referencing an older, like a previous wrestler, but I remember this quote that works out so much, even in like other facets or other uh, fields, where he said, I didn't sell out, I bought in. Yeah. And I'm like, that's such a good fucking quote. That's a great quote, line. There, that's a great line. There is a difference. When you're yeah. selling out, you're just fucking selling out. But you can buy in. You're, I'm buying into the, the idea of the, this. And that, and that was what was cool about it too, because that whole like, his first character, I think his character now is so good compared to what it was. I like the beginning of Seth. It doesn't compare to what he is now, but like I See, loved the architect. Rollins, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of now because he's too weird, and I, I think a lot of it too is because they have to time to Becky Lynch one way or another. Yeah. I'm doing this whole avant-garde fashion shit, and it's like I don't know, man. Like it just to me, it doesn't speak to me. But that's why I, you know that's why there's Baskin Robbins has 32 flavors or something for everyone. Yeah. Um, I liked Seth Rollins earlier. I liked him. I was a little iffy when he had that little the security crew, whatever the fuck they were called. Oh yeah, um, Joey Mercury. And yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, James that, Security. Whatever. That was a that was a little bit. I think that was just like a little bit after the turn when yeah. he was still hanging around. It was the whatever, you know. I get it because he's yeah, he's authority, right? He's yeah. he's like executive. This and that. I get that, but then it's also like, oh, so you can't wrestle then? Like you need these guys around you or whatever. Well, because he was money in the bank winner as well. I think that was the whole thing of it too. I think, I mean. It's kind of it's kind of whack that he was protected like that, but I also think it's kind of good storytelling for Triple H to be like, this is the like you know he was the architect, the future they used to call him. So it was like right. I'm gonna protect the guy that I'm investing in that has this 
kind of golden egg to just crack whenever. So I have these two guys with him whenever. Right, right. And with with Seth, I think now as Seth freaking Rollins, I think it, it just it's cool to see him not have to band to like the authority or like right. beefs of with the shield, you know? Cause he's kind of doing what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. And, he and does it's what he cool wants, to see cool. that. As like a, a lifelong fan, fan Monday, it's cool. Monday Night Messiah was whatever. Um, yeah. Again, I've just never been a big fan, but that doesn't mean he's bad, you know? And, and uh, but yeah, what imme- what what else did you immediately see after the betrayal? What happens with uh, Ambrose and well, Reigns? Well, Ambrose and Reigns, they, they kind of run together for like a little bit. It doesn't, it doesn't last too much because, um, they start to put Reigns into the main scene of, of of chasing for the title, and then that's when when um, I believe Ambrose was IC champ for a while or US champ. I can't remember. It was one of one them. of the mid card belts because so, he's yeah. always been a hard worker. Yeah, that's supposed to be the yeah. workhorse and, belt. And they gave Rollins the 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 briefcase. So when all that was going on, it kind of was like now it even it, it added more to it. It's like who's gonna win this race? Because you know if Moxley is a mid-card champ, then clearly he's climbing up the ranks. You know, Reigns right. is going to fight Lesnar, so he already has the title match, and then you have the guy with the briefcase. So it's like... Yeah, these these are all key players in, yeah, the, uh, yeah. in the main event stuff. Um, but yeah, man, uh, what... Because I remember they reformed. How, how much further into the future was it where the Shield reforms? It, it was like a one-night thing. It, it was not like a... They weren't coming out on a week-to-week basis. Right, and right. They teased it so many times just because of how popular they've gotten. Right. And it was like, you know... You pick red, blue, or green. At what, if that's how it felt <laughs> like. Like either you like Ambrose, you like Ma, I mean Rollins or Reigns. Right. They're so, bringing in something for everyone, right? And, yeah, and they and they and I I used to love how they would do it, how they would tease it. They would always have Seth tease it because it would just play to his condescending heel character of like, ah, like yeah, guys, let, let's get back together type thing, you know. And and it, it's it's cool because when that happens, the other two look at him and are like. Nah, <laughs> and they all just continue to right. They're to, just to like yeah, all beef no, amongst each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and how how did the second breakup go again um, for uh, the Shield? Because they they reformed for a bit. Like they, you they, said. they had a match. They had a match together where they they come out and they do their entrance and and they they have a match. But um, when they when they break up again was around the time where I kind of got out of it. Right, and then. I came in or, or again like at the beginning of of Reigns' title run, so like right, around so twenty twenty one. Yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. The um, yeah, the Shield man, I forgot. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, they were doing such stupid stuff with uh with Ambrose too. They had him with a gas mask and this and that. Yeah, they and were I, all wearing like those like those yeah, hiking the, elevation <laughs> masks. They all, it looked it looked ridiculous at yeah. the time. I just think but they, I kind they of have no idea. I, I just felt like they had no idea what to do with Ambrose. They're just like, I guess we'll have him with all these fucking dudes. He'll be Bane with his fucking gang, I guess. Yeah. Like it's just, it was, uh, I felt like he was just so lost. and He just got the, he got the same fate of like everybody that's ever been big outside of WWE. Because right. Vince, Vince's right. ego is bigger than the solar he system. Wa- he wants to, <laughs> his guys, the champions have to be made by him. Yeah. It, that's the one thing that's supposed to me. I'm a huge uh, Matt Cardona fan. I love Zack Ryder. Yeah, I thought he was he's so cool. awesome. And he got huge I on his it. own. And then when Vince the found that just, out. When Vince found that out, and he's like, "Oh, internet champion, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna fucking embarrass you now. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna make it make you regret ever wanting to be popular." And it's fucked up. Cause and he it's was so over, dude. And I don't think that like you would think he knows, but in wrestling, 
I don't think people like the general people understand how hard it is to genuinely connect with the fans. Like, like you said, Ryder got popular because he was uh, like the fans Pure, purely on his gravitated own. He, to him. He put in the work. You see him. He's yeah. doing all the online like relations, all the media stuff. He completely put himself over, which you can't do in wrestling. It's, Not it's in hard. WWE for sure. It's for hard. sure you can't do that. You know, uh, it, it would never happen again. Um, after, I think they learned off of Zack Ryder to not let people get big outside of their stuff. So, like, whatever people post on their social media and stuff has to be cleared by WWE. You can't do a lot of stuff outside of them. That's why they have and you shut down a lot of your other social media stuff. They're like, no, you can't. If you're going to do YouTube videos, it has to be through us. It has to be approved. And I'm like, yeah. Or, or like, all your all your Instagram, Twitter, it has to revolve around your character. You can't break kayfabe. And it's it's so messed up because, obviously, it didn't, it didn't bother Vince, the internet stuff. Because look at what they have Theory doing. I like Theory, too. But, like, he kind of... That's a little bit of not a ripoff, but he's doing all like that selfie Similar internet stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. But and, again, that's, that that's Vince Vince's made that. boy. Yeah, yeah Vince so it got made clear. WWE yeah. made yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I get it. A lot of it is well, we own this character, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but it's just it's so fucked up the way Zach got treated because he's such a good restaurant. And I got a feeling they're laying down the the brickwork to bring him back because they already brought back his wife Chelsea. Yeah, uh, they brought her back. And dude, I don't know if you've seen him I, outside of WWE lately. In dude, the he's jacked. Year. He's that's what I was gonna say. He's fucking <laughs> yoked, dude. He's like fucking. <laughs> and the best thing about him is that he kind of has like, well, shit, man. If they're gonna bring Cody Rhodes back and give him a run, he used to be like, like you said, on a tag team legacy. Uh, Matt, Ry- uh, yeah, Ryder was a was a was a edge ripoff. He was coming out fake tattoos, edgehead. Edgehead, yeah, yeah. edgehead. Him and uh, the other guy that I liked, um, what the hell was his name? Uh, Kurt Hawkins. Um, oh, what's his real name? He's on uh, Majors. Uh, Brian Majors. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like um, Kurt Hawkins. I think that like see like, and and he when he won the IC title at Mania, Ryder. That was awesome. When yeah. that that shot of him standing at the ti- at the top of the ladder. He's with, got his with, Macho Man fucking outfit. Too. Yeah, like, man. Yeah, it like, was fucking dope. Like. And he's the one that brought like the love of the icy tide. Like he a lot of credibility were, back yeah. after fuck it, because he worked hard to win. So yeah. people saw, hey, he got well, that belt. Yeah, between he busted him, ass. the last time you had seen it get any kind of love was with Cody Rhodes. Yeah, because that's all he was gonna get. Because mm-hmm. Vince fucking hates his family, dude. Yeah. It's so fucked up the way it is, dude. Like yeah. he gave him the Stardust gimmick and he ran with it. And again, it was a lot of like you can tell he was doing the same thing we did with Dusty, where he's like, I want you to not have a good run here. I want to embarrass you and your yeah. family. And you're gonna get these shit gimmicks. You're never yeah, gonna get he, over. You're never gonna be the man. He gave him Stardust to die, and he did it. And then yeah. his dashing roads was starting to take off. And then they have him break his nose. And he starts putting the bag on yeah, his head. It's yeah. like every little momentum everything they had, did, they tried to stall it. Yeah. yeah. And everything that they did, they he ran with it and he got over with it. And it was fucked up that it took his father, you know, before right before he dies, saying you need to leave because they're never gonna treat you well here. And yeah, look what he does as soon as he leaves the American Nightmare, Cody oh Rhodes, grandson gosh. of a plumber. You're like, Dude. that is fucking cool. Like that's such a cool idea. And he builds up this great character. And again, he's. Undeniable, undeniably undeniable. good, undeniably over, undeniably gonna sell tickets and put yeah. ass in seats. Um, and, and I feel like that was one of the co- the coolest things with um with Cody coming back from AEW is they're completely acknowledging he came back with I think his intro and everything too. Yeah, right? the, yeah. He, he told him he said I I need the elevator, I need the music, I own all this, so there's gonna be no problem with AEW. He he helped find find found it found oew aew yeah and, and uh dude it's funny because i remember when he came back i watched the first time he came back that was cool and then um and then i watched i think it was the raw after and the 
the stadium or the the stage where they built the little elevator thing wasn't yeah. tall enough, so his head sticking out. So in between, <laughs> just his head looking like, around. Is it my turn? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just kind of peeking out. It's like a yeah. kid peeking over the cupboard or whatever. It was just so funny. But yeah, dude, Cody Rhodes is again. He's very much on that level, and I'm hoping. I mean, Zack Ryder or Matt Cardona is not on that level. I wonder if he'll come back as Zack Ryder or Matt Cardona. Um, it, I. If Vince stays in charge, I'll be very surprised if they let him return as Matt Cardona. I wouldn't be surprised if Triple H lets him, um, I'm, I'm, again, but I'm if, very if gets, surprised if McMahon lets him. If he gets big enough career-wise, he might be able to have that leverage to be like, you undeniable. Can, yeah, you, you can you can refer to me as Zack Ryder, but I'm going as Matt Cardona. Yeah, uh-huh. you'd be like, oh yeah, Zack, you know, it was a. Uh, Oh, that's Zack Ryder, you know, comes previously back, known as yeah. Zack Ryder's yeah. type stuff, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. And you can even do shit like that, you uh-huh. know, especially because of how fucking yoked he is now, and he can be—he's playing up the heel role. Like, I don't know if I watched it because I follow him on YouTube for his toy hunting shit, and he—they'll show clips of his his matches, and he goes to all these promotions and he wins against their champion. Like he, he's legit, he's, legit outside yeah. of WWE. And, and he, his whole promo stuff because it was him and his wife uh, running for a long time, and basically being like, hey. You out there watching? If you want your promotion to pay me to come and whoop their champion's ass, let them know. Like yeah, shit like that. I'm that's like, tight. fuck, that's cool. That's dude. Yeah, that's I want to see that shit. So if, if he comes back and he's like, like, oh yeah, Zack Ryder's gone. Yeah. That's not me anymore. Like you know, being like, I'm Matt Cardona now, and I'm gonna fuck up your champion. I'm gonna fuck up whoever it is at the time, Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, whoever the fuck you know, maybe maybe Solo. Yeah, maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe right. Maybe. Uh, but that'll lead us to the next part. You said the thing you're looking forward to story-wise with WWE right now is going to be the Bloodline story itself with the group yeah. um, and then whatever revolves around that, right? Because there's a Bloodline and then there's, I mean, there's already so many fronts that they're fighting on, right? The, the Sammy and uh, KO, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, Lesnar. I mean, who else? Who else is on the fucking well, radar for them? Well, even like the conflict within itself, you, you see how Jay Uso moves. He he's very conflicted whenever something happens because right. he wants to stay true to what the bloodline stands for, but he doesn't want to completely turn his back on his brothers, the bloodline. And I just think it's very intriguing because, like we were talking about off of of the podcast, I think Solo is just he's just such a dominant force right now. I think he's. I think he's getting built up extremely well. I think that he reminds me a lot of he's, like he's early a, Umaga. He does yeah, the spike. Yeah, he does yeah. the spike to yeah, honor him. Spike, yeah. Like that's such a I think that's one of the most underrated finishers because it's just the brutality behind it. Like I'm just gonna jam my thumb in your throat and and that's it. Like, <laughs> well, it's like the Japanese said when they bombed Pearl Harbor. Like we didn't know we awoke a sleeping dragon. It's like yeah, dude. You don't. Uh, people look at Solo and like you said, they're building him up, but they just don't know. They don't know the because again, a lot of people unfortunately don't watch NXT. And he was such a fucking force he in was, NXT. He was a champion, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He, he was fucking legit. Yeah. Dude. No, Solo, Solo uh, Sakai was fucking sick. He um. And the way, again, the way they're building up the story, too, where it's like he's just watching, biding his time, being tactical, like, and, uh, my again, I had been watching the WWE product for a while outside of a few NXT matches here and there. He was telling me that, you know, we talked about it where he wasn't, Reigns didn't bring him in, you know, yeah. the fucking, the was it Flying Wild Simones or whatever sent him to go keep an eye on the bloodline, see how things are going, right? So I'm like, that's an interesting idea where it's like, well, his, his allegiance to the bloodline right not reigns yeah so uh to me and it's such a bummer because of the way things shook out with um naomi and uh, sasha banks you oh, know yeah. naomi's they, they walked out on their yeah. contracts which yeah. is i unrelated don't want to get too off topic but can that's awesome for them yeah the, you gotta uh, stand up the thing yourself. that bummed me out is what i was hoping for at some point you know because naomi's married to one of the usos which one was it i, I believe jay Uso. there's jimmy and jay yeah it, 
you know, um, and Reigns is clearly treating them like shit, right? He was re- clearly treating mm-hmm. the Usos like shit. And it would have been cool to bring them back to being faces because they had such a good heel run. And it would have been cool where, you know, Naomi comes out and, you know, she was a champ at the time to help defend her husband and be like, you know, they say, you know, family isn't that. I'm your family. Your family doesn't treat you like this. This oh, is, yeah. what, you know, a yeah. good way to kind That's of a good split way, them, yeah. you know, but then they did what they did and, you know, it is what it is. But I felt like that would have been a good way of be- being like, you know, have that. And uh, there was somebody else at the time too where I was like, this is like, Clearly, a oh, have like the rock come out because they're planning on having the rock come out for the longest time. Well, those were what the rumors were were that the rock was going to be the one that took the title. Yeah, and they had his uh, they had his family in the yeah, I might get hate, I might get hate for this, but I think if the rock were to come back and beat Roman, that would be like a hundred million steps backwards. I think that would make absolutely, I don't know why people want to see it so much. The rock is. The Rock's great. He's undeniably one. Probably you could put him on a WWE Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But it just does not make like unless you it doesn't make sense unless you find a way make to it interrogate him. Yeah, into integrate him. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you can make it make sense, then yeah. But I, I completely agree in the sense of like, um, if it doesn't make sense, if you're just doing it just to do it, like why? There's so yeah. much stuff that gets done just to get done. Mm-hmm. A championship match should not be it. Yeah, for like, sure. <laughs> it has, it has, to, it has some to, thought that goes into it. Has it. to keep the credibility. Yeah, I thought that was something cool they could have done at the time. Um, what, what's been your favorite moment so far with the Bloodline uh, story arcs? My favorite moment of the of the story was when Sami Zayn finally turned on Roman Reigns. I think it's barely my favorite because I like the other part where Jay Uso was supposed to, I believe he was supposed to just beat the shit out of Sami Zayn, and he leaves right. the ring and he's and he's. He looks like he's going to cry. Like, he's just super conflicted, and he's like, I don't know what to do. He's torn. Yeah, he's yeah, torn. Yeah, and that's when Roman kind of looks at him like, like what the fuck yeah, do you mean you don't know what yeah, you're going to yeah, do? Yeah, like, what do you yeah. mean you don't know? And <laughs> that's why when the turn happened, and he doesn't do anything, it, it kind of, it, it, it's a great story. But that's for sure my favorite moment. I love that he defended his title. I don't care that he won. A lot of people <laughs> probably are not going to be happy with that, but that was all, also one of my favorite well, we moments. We talked about it, too. Um, him as, winning. I'm a huge Cody Cody Rhodes fan. I'm yeah, a huge Cody I, Rhodes I fan. I like him as well. It just doesn't make sense for him to win at that moment again. And we we talked about it and I talked with some other people as well. Where it's uh, I understand he got hurt because how mm-hmm. long ago did he hurt? It was at the, uh, he got hurt, cell, right? It was before because remember that? he takes the he, jacket off and the bruise is showing. Yeah. And everybody's cheering their ass off because he's yeah. he's about to wrestle. They're great match. That, that action Super figure high. with the fucking rope. And oh the, really? The like painted the, up? The like painted? Oh, yes, that's super. Dude. I might have to buy that. That's super cool. <laughs> yeah. The um, <laughs> but no, he got hurt and it, it was what like six months, seven months longer than that. Yeah, right? he was he was out for a while because and I'm sure that whole time they would have built him up as a credible threat and had a good story as to why he's, he's going gonna to be win. Ro- Roman, but they didn't. It would and it's not his fault. I'm sure if it was up to him, he would have not gotten hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm sure if it was up to WWE. They would have like, not gotten hurt. Yeah, either. they're like, yeah, <laughs> This is our cash cow right now. Yeah. Well, not just that, but it's like they're paying him whether he's money, hurt or yeah, not. So yeah. it's like, we'd rather have you fucking working and making us money. Yeah. And uh, so it doesn't make sense. And especially, again, as much as I love Cody Rhodes and I like the story, right? Because this whole gimmick right now is like, finish the story. Yeah. And I, it, the way he was talking, the way he was acting is like, no, I'm guaranteed to win. Uh, my father fought for this, never won it. I've gone far and wide, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to finish the story. I'm yeah. going to win. I'm like, he's sounding so entitled. He's sounding so much like, I deserve to win this. So just let me win, Roman. Yeah, like, and and I think that with that, if he, with all the buildup he was doing, if he wins, it kind of just makes it seem like super obvious. And I think in today's day and age, with kayfabe being 
more and more noticeable. You have to you have to keep those type of like well, like has to go through his character arc, has yeah. to go through well, the not just that we're of, talking of earlier. Fighting for it the... cheapens the value of the belt. Exactly. If you just want it enough, you don't have to be this is one thing that I did like about TNA, especially with Scott Standard, they show a lot. In between the the matches and the building up story like him versus Samoa Joe, they show fucking Scott Standard working out in the gym. They should have shown uh, oh if, yeah, if, I remember those in TNA. Yeah. Like they would show like the the locker room shots oh, yeah, of them like, getting if, into their if head. If Rhodes yeah, I was gonna win at this match, win this match, they should have shown him like I've been training nonstop, lifting. You know, every time that they're talking to him, being like, um, like he's either working in the gym or working on the mat. You know, getting his moves down, this and that. They should have shown him like yeah, I've prepared for this like nothing else in my life, but uh, they didn't. I mean. In a way, they might have because he got hurt and then he wins the Rumble. But I just think that that's happened so many times where somebody gets hurt, they come back at the Rumble, and they win. It's like happened. Do you think uh, Cody Rhodes Money in the Bank to uh, SummerSlam? I think he fights Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, and I think Randy Orton comes back and wins Money in the Bank. That'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. You think uh, he'd cash in on Money in the Bank to get for a tag belt with him and uh, RK Bro? That'd be weird. I, huh? I, They've I never th- done it. Well, Theory cashed in for U.S. title, so yeah. people have done that before. Yeah, but not for a tag one. You can't just bring your yeah. home and be like, oh, we both get in, <laughs> right? No, no, Buy one, get one. I, <laughs> I saw a funny comment because how Theory comment or uh, one, he cashed in on the U.S. title. I saw a comment that said it was like, Theory's the type of guy to cash in on the Divas title. And I was like, what the <laughs> heck? I said, man, if you want a belt that bad, you, you, I mean, I guess you could. According the 24-7 belt. To, right? <laughs> I think just went away. So we were talking about how you can't even get over. There's a who was the last Tony Four Seven champion? It was a female, right? What the fuck was her name? Um, Wasn't it? I know our truth had it for a long time. So there was one of the girls who was a female wrestler. I forget what her name is, dude. I felt so bad. So a fan's sign got taken away at WrestleMania, and it's because it was give so and so a chance. It was this female wrestler that hadn't been on forever, but she's on the roster, and they confiscated her because no one can get over unless. WWE makes them yeah. over. It's so fucked up, dude. It's so fucked up the way they are controlled. Well, we had some signs taken away. But <laughs> You've had some signs <laughs> taken <laughs> there away. There were a lot mean, yeah. more mean-spirited <laughs> than that. But, yeah, if WWE don't want it on the TV, they're going to yeah, take it. Yeah, <laughs> fucking wild, man. That, uh, it's just nuts because, again, like, dude, when Asuka lost, I'm like, this makes no fucking sense, dude. I think I think that's three manias in yeah. a row now? Well, or two? Back to back. She got a new intro, new look. Usually when that it. happens is because you're going to get a giant push. push. Like yeah. when CM Punk, when and then, they changed his whole brand, his song. Well, it was what like was the her same whole thing, thing is uh, no one's ready for Asuka, right? Yeah. No one's ready for Asuka, but Bianca had a reversal every single time you did a move. And then for, I'm not a fan of Bianca Blair. I like Bianca Blair. I just think like it didn't make sense for her to win. And then from what my boss tells me, because he's been watching this whole last year since Last Mania, because she won Last Mania, we watched it, it was awesome. Oh. She's a great wrestler, but he said she's boring as the champion. And I get it. That's the, the baby face. You want them chasing. You want them earning it. Mm-hmm. And when you're beating wrestlers who are clearly better than you, that's not chasing. Yeah. You know, it's John Cena-esque almost, where it's yeah. like, well, I'm going to win because I'm a good guy. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, but Asuka's really good too, and she's not really the bad guy either. Like... I don't know, dude. It's fucked up because as soon as she lost, like I was just like, this is the only disappointment of of. Uh, day I think you two. have to you have to write it well because yeah. like Roman, he wins a lot, but I think. But it makes sense. It makes he's got, a, he's got people yeah, to yeah, again. He, he's got the bloodline. He's line got the bloodline back him up, and he's good. He has the credibility of yeah. five hundred days approaching already of being the champ, right. like, and he's a heel, so he can do stuff yeah, that heels yeah. do. He can cheat. He can you yeah. know take advantage. He can be opportunistic. It, it, if uh, yeah, if, yeah, because once you're a good guy, you're a face, and you're you start limited, to become too dude. strong, you yeah. become almost like like you said, like a superhero esque yeah. like cartoon character. And then you always the, winning. Yeah, and and again, when you're the Hulk, and you know you're just gonna smash everyone, people get bored, and. Yeah. 
I don't know, dude. Again, uh, as soon as Oscar lost, all the female wrestlers were posting too. It's like, like Sasha Banks or Mercedes Monet, whatever the fuck she wants to call herself now. She, uh, she was like, just come to Japan and wrestle with me. It's so disrespectful, blah yeah. blah blah. Like everybody was. See, but a lot of people were speculating because she replied to that, and a lot of people were saying, she, "Well, if it wasn't an inside work, I don't think WWE would allow a wrestler to acknowledge somebody trying to tell him to jump ship." Right. So, but what, I think it's Oscar doesn't give a fuck. I think it's gotten to that point. I think, well, and, and it's fucked up too because WWE has always treated, and again, it's my favorite wrestlers to watch are always the Japanese ones and the Mexican ones, the yeah. lucha guys, mm-hmm. and they're treated like sideshow attractions. Yeah. As much as I like Rey Mysterio, he would have never gotten that push if Eddie didn't die. And yeah. that's and it's it's so that's the reality. Yeah, it's the reality. It. Look at you the way know? he won he the Rumble. He came out with the shirt, the low rider like the whole yeah. thing was built on, yeah, on dude. getting to fulfill like, hey, the my, dream yeah. for eddie yeah. yeah exactly even now when he came out for wrestlemania and i love it i'm a huge eddie fan so anytime you bring him out it's just an easy just fucking easy cheer easy for, cheer you. for yeah, me yeah 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 um but you know he comes out you know it's it's his latest mania hall of fame but yeah. he's wearing you know eddie's shirt and he's an eddie's low rider and it's just like you know eddie's intro and i'm just like at some point, you kind of have to. But it's also an acknowledgement, I guess, too, of like, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Eddie, yeah. right? You know, uh, I'm here because Eddie, because everybody that came before me and stuff. But, dude, like, when you hear Ray's, Ray's story from when he was young and this and that, because he did his whole speech at the Hall of Fame and all that. Yeah. And it's fucking cool, dude. It's fucking dope how he was poor. His his wife quit her job. She's going to be a doctor, bro. Yeah. Let's go. She quit her job to be like. Supportive of this film. I'll send yeah. you money because yeah. you're broke as can eat. Like, <laughs> just shit like that. You're like, yeah. oh, this is fucking cool, dude. And then you see the bloodline and you're like, do something. <laughs> you're like poking, like, do something yeah, fun. Yeah, like, yeah, like <laughs> Stop just like beating everybody up yeah, for five minutes. You but want you want threats, and I'm sorry. As much as I like everybody on Judgment Day, they're not a threat to the bloodline. Well, they I don't just think have so. too much. Like, like if you want to compare them, right? The bloodline obviously doesn't have no women, so Rhea Ripley's already out of the equation. So don't yeah. even mention her in this. You match up Finn with Roman, not the not same. Not gonna happen. Solo with Priest, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing, no disrespect to Damian Priest, but once the Judgment Day breaks up, he's gonna be one of those guys that enters the Rumble at number eight and fucking two minutes he's in the Rumble the and same, he's out. He's gonna be in the same uh, realm as uh, again we talked about him earlier, uh, Mustafa Ali. I think he's a badass wrestler, but he just doesn't get screen time because he's not that quality wrestler at least yet. He hasn't been built up that way. Um, he'll be probably on the same level as him where he's like, well, you'll drop out here and there to Lashley or these big guys. But Yeah, and what's crazy, what you mentioned was the three things you have to have to be like an entertaining wrestler. And like, the wor- not the worst part, but the, the ironic part is that the wrestling is usually last. Like, if you have a good character Becky, and you have... Becky. Yeah. She looked awesome when she was the man. The gimmick was cool. She fucking talked badass on the mic. But she sucks at wrestling. Like, Roman Reigns, like, he's not the yeah. best. Like, he's not the type of guy you would have a promotion right. oh he's been the champion for 500 days well, and like, when he know, was like, when he was scripted his because again you know it's on the mic on the mat yeah and i guess you're the way you look you know um he looked all right he looks like a champion okay i get it you know, he he's had a big Samoan dude strong but yeah. on the mat he wasn't good and on the mic when the, everything was scripted for him it was horrible so it's like he's not good on the mat He's not good on the mic. He looks all right, but that can only carry you so far. Mm-hmm. He's not champion caliber now. Now that they have him ha- being a heel, being good on the mic, giving him some freedom to be that that asshole, well, yeah, now his mic skills have gone up dramatically. I think and too- that makes up for his lack of a... Uh, and, and with him being a heel and being comfortable, that also makes his looks look mm-hmm, better, mm-hmm. you know? Get rid of the vest, right? You know, he's, he's a credible threat. Then yeah. the mat skills don't matter as much. It's also, too, a testament to Paul Heyman's talent. 
if it seems like anybody they attach to him just becomes well, he instantly talks for amazing. Them. The problem I had so much too is everybody, and this is such bullshit in the case of Asuka, but the argument as to why these Japanese wrestlers never get over, like Shinsuke, like Asuka. Oh, is, that talking shit's so bullshit. It's such bullshit because Asuka. How, how over was Kane and The Undertaker? Yeah. They said like 10 words well, a year. Dude, and, and, <laughs> and if that is true, let's just say it is. Yeah. You already have a guy talking for Lesnar and Reigns. Why can't you have a guy talking for them? Why can't you get a Funaki to come in? Or who was the who was the jobber, the Japanese jobber for SmackDown in the mid two thousand? Yeah, Funaki. Funaki. Yeah. yeah, have him come back. He doesn't have to wrestle. He doesn't have to beat up his well, body. Give uh, well, him some money to be like, I'll talk for them. And they've know. literally done it before. Mister Fiji used to come yeah. out with Yokozuna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. So again, like Umaga got a guy. You know, like a it, lot of people got guys. Bullshit. Yeah. Well, especially because Oscar has a YouTube channel where she talks perfectly fine English. There's no problem. There's no even even Carlito had like. A little bodyguard translator yeah, yeah, yeah. guy, Jesus. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's such bullshit, and it's just it's it's another thing. Just like the the oh, nobody likes the high flyers, you know. No, nobody likes these little cruiser weights, yeah. whatever. I'm like, oh, you're full of shit. Yeah, you know? big oily muscular man for yeah. fans only. He goes, no, no, no. These mask wrestlers are just there to get the uh, something to do in between the matches. No, like, oh, fuck yeah, you, man. I and yeah, it's because that's why I really hope that Triple H stays involved because I don't know how. I don't know how much news you keep up with, but he actually let Shinsuke Nakamura go on a, like a Japanese tour, yeah, a, a, yeah. completely apart from the WWE. Like oh, it has nothing yeah. to do with WWE. He's still under contract, but like yeah. he's telling he's him, doing hey, like, like uh, martial arts shit over there too. Yeah, yeah. I follow him on Instagram, yeah. and he posts all that stuff, and it's like it's fucking cool. Like I don't know, dude. I like as much as I just like the Triple H character. He did his job, and he's learned from his past because Triple H was doing very similar thing, was just burying people left yeah. and right. And I think he learned from it, and he very much gives a fuck about the future of the the. He cares about the craft. He does. Otherwise, NXT wouldn't have been as good as it was under his tutelage. Um, but yeah, dude, I just I don't I don't know where the bloodline's gonna go with Vince in charge. Yeah, and the thing with like Vince, like we said, Triple H, it's like people complain because they say that Vince is gonna just keep Roman up there, and it's like, well, I mean. I, I I feel like that's just always been part of WWE, like long title reigns where the guy gets so strong that it seems like he's almost burying people because I tweeted about this when Mania ended. I said, you know, everybody's mad that Reigns has held the title for this long, but it's like, were you guys even watching like in Ruthless Aggression? Like Triple H, he would lose the title on a pay-per-view. Two weeks on Raw, they're having a match. He wins it again. It's like he's he, he was completely what everybody claims to hate like and it's like well you know you but he talk was a heel too though the problem lesnar Re- reigns is a heel too though no the now. problem that reigns had initially why people still hate him so much is and i fucking called it from the get-go was they were pushing him to be such a baby face he could never lose they would edit out the booze he would get and would put pump in, in fa- yeah fake crowd noise yeah and i'm like this is such that's bullshit. like the worst thing to do is like when you f- and like i said everything in wrestling has to be natural if yeah. the guys hate it natural, yeah. people will still watch because yeah. it's an emotion. It's a valence in the brain. Look what people happened with are gonna... Cena. Cena yeah. sucked. Let's go, Cena. Cena yeah. sucks. You know, you let it become a part of the thing. Yeah. But like, no, he's the best. He's Superman. Yeah. He has a Superman punch. He's never going to lose. He's mm-hmm. a good guy and everybody loves him. Like, But they don't. Um, I knew as soon as he's like, my God, I'm just a guy named Joe and I'm going to go fight my leukemia. I'm like, this is bullshit. He's going to come back within a year and people are going to forget they were booing him out of the stadium. And yeah, he took time off and he filled Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> he was part of that they're like we'll just film that yeah. same thing with the whole shit with Vince McMahon who was always stepping away I'm like yeah for like a year oh I knew for a fact that yeah. Vince was gonna come back and I'm like yeah, he dude. has dude you can't I can't even put into words how much ego that guy has it, there was never a chance in him. unless he completely got out like bought out of every stake he has oh yeah he was never gonna leave yeah, I no. do think that Roman I think 
I think he did. He was sick, but I I believe what you say too. I think that WWE said they hey, played it up. We need you to go away. Like we understand you're sick, but we're you know we're a business, well, no, so we're gonna make well, sure he's that he's been sick. He's been sick the whole time. He yeah. was sick when he was in the Shield. He was sick. He's always had the leukemia. It's just well, it, w- it was because because like an underlying condition, yeah. something that he's always had, no, or something well, like no, that. No, he's so leukemia is like the blood cancer. Yeah, or yeah. So oh, it was reoccurring, coming yeah. back and stuff. And, huh? Yeah. And again, he's like, I'm gonna go and focus on my health. I'm like, yeah, but you you filmed the movie like. But he was gone for a while because it was like a year. All dude. of ju- that's a long time in wrestling. I, I know, but that's, that's what I'm saying though is like, you know, he goes out and he films for six, seven months. Like, yeah, of course that's where he's going. Then he's promoting yeah. the movie and all that shit. Like, yeah, dude, I knew it was from the get go. Like, this is just for him to go away. I mean, they do that shit all the time though. Like Becky and all these other guys, they get injured, you know, but they're really pregnant. They do this and that, but like, they got other shit going on. Yeah. They got to leave for you know mm-hmm. the Rock, John Cena, all that stuff. So I knew it. I just thought like the whole leukemia thing was fucked up. I'm like, you're really. But again, it worked. I mean, it's I mean, fucked up, but it works. People forgot, or not that they forgot, but they didn't care as much. Like, oh, cool, he's back. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I kind of figured. I think he did. He beat um, McIntyre. McIntyre was the champ during yeah. like the, the COVID era. Um, yeah. Well, it was funny too because my buddy, who he's not a huge wrestling guy, but he saw that. He's like, what do you think, man? I'm like, I think you know, just what I told you. He was like, no fucking way. I was so fucked up. And within a year, he's like, oh yeah, you're right, dude. I'm like, yeah, dude. Because I know these guys. I I want people to be better than they are, but I know how Vince is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of the storylines he's come up with are fucking insane. So oh, yeah. yeah, you can never. I mean, yeah, dude. Fucking the the whole the he was gonna fake his own death <laughs> if, 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 if Chris Benoit, Benoit didn't yeah. do yeah yeah dude that's so funny because my barber was asking about there was a girl in NXT who goes hurt quote unquote I'm like I think that's part of the thing he goes no way have they done that before I'm like fuck Vince McMahon faked his death yeah and then it, the only reason it came out is because another guy fucking died you like know? no he real life did like some fucked yeah. up shit that's <laughs> I, you know and but we'll dude see with, uh, the, with the with the um, I'm so interested uh. Yeah, I already said with Vince and with uh, Triple H. I'm also interested in if they're going to bring any other players. Dude, like We were talking earlier about like uh, Brock and uh, Cody Rhodes going at it. What are they going to do with Reigns and the Bloodline in the meantime? Like, well, I've heard I've heard that Reigns is actually going to take some time off until SummerSlam. Like you said, maybe they're going to build it up again as something to do with his health. But what I think they want to do is f- have him kind of out of the picture not overstimulate everyone let Cody yeah. overcome the you know the beast incarnate right. Brock Lesnar you know but, and then what do you think happens while he's gone Solo's kind of holding up the bloodline right that I, builds into the storyline My what I think is going to happen the opinion is I think they're going to unravel I think yeah. without the tribal chief they'll unravel and then when he comes back to try to set everything in order they'll kind of come to the realization of like yeah, where the fuck were you this where the time? fuck were you at you prioritized the titles like you were never about the bloodline like it was just right. for your own benefit type stuff I wish they would do what I was saying earlier where it's like have him seeing Solo as a threat and yeah. be like I need to I need to placate him for now I, I need to arms appease distance, him yeah. I, I'm like here have this one belt while I fight Cody for this other belt yeah. and just get rid of him as a threat oh, fuck, I lost this belt. Mm-hmm. Now I got to go back and get mine from Solo. And Solo being like, what the fuck? That wasn't the deal. Uh-huh. You know, like Because I, I've been under that idea for a while. I think they should finally split up the titles. And I think right now would be a good opportunity Everybody to do Everybody loves so. the draft. Everybody loves the yeah, brand split. Yeah, and then the, the problem I have split. when people go back and forth too much is there. it makes it to the point where it's like it doesn't even matter having two brands anymore. Yeah, it, it feels like the Super Show. Because when, <laughs> we're, when, I was, when we were watching like all the time, like, like mid 2000s the late the early 10s it was like dude if you were on the smackdown Ross. you never came on raw like i yeah, would never no. see you on raw it, it was a trip versa. when batista came over oh, and then yeah. when uh chris benoit went over to raw you're like dude yeah what the like fuck? what the hell yeah yeah <laughs> and then, uh, yeah even when edge when edge has when he beat mr kennedy for the briefcase and then he comes to cash it in against undertaker on smackdown you're like edge like what he hasn't been fuck? on smackdown in like fucking 10 years yeah, yeah you know you're like what the hell so it's yeah. like 
And and that's I think it too, makes it a uh, bigger deal. But it's also again it, it 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 ebbs and flows. It expands and contracts. And I feel like all right, ratings are getting low. People are getting tired of our shit. Brand split everything. Yeah. <laughs> Time to see the draft. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And within two years, it's like and it doesn't matter anymore. It's the a walls are broken yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, it's like a good yeah. The, the shake up. Yeah, they do the yeah. shake up. Oh, superstar shake up, and yeah. we'll be shaking up the roster. I'm like, oh my god. I just I don't what they've what they've done before and what is a common mistake is that they they bring up these NXT guys and they put them on Raw right away. Like right. S- like stop doing that. <laughs> like put LA Knight on SmackDown, make SmackDown matter. Put right. Braun Breaker on SmackDown. Like put these legitimate well, SmackDown guys cuz that's where the titles are, right? Yeah. The Universal Belt. It's the Universal Belt on uh, SmackDown. <laughs> they I feel like they both do matter in a sense, but it's also one of those like don't have them come up and do nothing. Have cool ideas ready for them to go. Don't bring them up just cuz they're hot in NXT. Yeah, I would rather yeah, I'd rather you Maybe, have a plan. Yeah, have a plan. Even, even like my, maybe even Korea. overstay your your welcome in NXT a little bit just to make sure that the plan is is good because well, it's so. Rhea was bad. a good point where she was going back and forth, like challenging back mm-hmm. and forth, showing mm-hmm. that it's not enough and mm-hmm. whatnot. And then she when she came over, like this makes sense. The character's consistent. Yeah. You know, we have Shinsuke and Asuka coming up as random ass characters that suck. Now it's like, what the fuck was this? Yeah, and it's, uh, dude, like Shinsuke Nakamura is immensely talented like he used to put on those matches and in, in, in new japan strong pro style, like bro, bro King of like, strong style each one and i was and i told you like way when i got here i don't really watch a lot of like non wwe maybe like a little bit here and there but yeah, the like fact that he got that yeah, asking, the, yeah the fact that he got me to watch a freaking new japan pro fucking dude i'd, I'd like to visit crazy. japan and watch an event over there while i'm over there because i hear the crowds get fucking nuts they love there, it dude. they yeah. love it they're, they're yeah. very much more into the in-ring stuff though yeah 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 was well, very much it's funny how the 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 cultures go back and forth but like mexican and japanese culture are very similar wrestling culture yeah. yes, well, yes. not just wrestling like there's a lot of stuff that's very similar um and there's a lot of like uh, anthropological stuff where they think a lot of the descendant or ancestors of the mexican like area the indigenous mm-hmm. are from Similar ancestors as Japanese oh, and stuff. Okay. So, because okay. dude, they have like all that warrior stuff. Huh? Yeah, like, I know a lot of Japanese people. Well, dude, they have like pan dulce, like the conchas. They yeah. have their own version. Really? Completely made separately. Really? Yeah, it's called what? melon bread. You look melon at it? bread? No, yeah. I've never seen it. And and you're like, oh, that's a fucking concha. And like, no, that's melon bread. And they call it uh, yeah, dude, it's just it's wild. <laughs> yeah. Similar stuff. A lot of similar looks and shit. And and again, they 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 have a shared passion for the in-ring work, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why Lucha got so big over there. Everybody's a masked wrestler and stuff, and they're just like, fuck yeah, dude, this is our shit. We want to see fucking crazy crowds and people put their bodies on the line. Um, that's the one thing I like about Japan that I think Mexicans share, where it's like they're passionate about the stuff that they are interested in. Yeah. You know, and the passion comes through. Whereas in, you know, and it sucks to say, because I'm American, I, I identify as an American, but it's like Americans are lazy for the most part. Yeah. They're very entitled to like, nah, I'm in WWE, so I'm uh-huh. not the pinnacle. I'm like, nah, yeah. bro, you're barely, you're you're an independent contractor, bro. You're not Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah, like, like and, it, and, it, and it sucks because I, this would never happen. It would never happen just because the powers that be are too greedy, but I would love interpromotional stuff, bro. You don't know oh, how yeah. many well, times I just. Well, you AEW. Yeah. Well, with, um, with New Japan Pro, the 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 Forbidden Door. Yeah, there's that. There's a uh, Lucha Underground had a bit of that going on too. Lucha was kind of fucked up when I saw their contract stuff, though. They were just a little shady about it. Well, um, me- Mexicans are corrupt. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks. Well, but. no, the, the way it was shady is. Uh, did you ever watch Lucha Underground? So I, I watched uh, Triple A. I okay. still watch Triple A when it so, would come on. On you remember that old Mexican channel Televisa? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Lucha Underground, it was on Netflix on loan from El Rey Network or whatever. But the way it was is because it would it would all right. So it was like a TV show. It wasn't like live like Impact or AEW. Oh, they would like release everything at once. Or? No, no, no. Oh. So they would air it. The problem though is it was aired later, and the way the contract worked is you 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 had non compete clause to be on TV, ninety days from the final airing. 
So imagine you film shit that's not going to come out until nine months from now. Then you got to wait until that season's done. And then three months oh. after the season's done. So it's very shady where they're doing Ooh, stuff like that. Like okay. Prince Puma, Brian yeah. Cage, all these guys had to do all these indie shows. They couldn't be on TV. They couldn't be on Impact. They couldn't be on to make else. To make the ends meet. Huh? Yeah. yeah um, because they were, they couldn't go to, they couldn't go to Impact. They couldn't yeah. go to these guys where they can be televised. You can't. Because it's a non-compete clause. Yeah. yeah they're that, like, no, yeah. until the season's done three months after yeah. that. And I'm like, that's so fucking shady. Yeah. And they knew, like, it's just, again, it's a lot of, like you said, the corruptness, the like, oh, we didn't know it was going to be this way. We thought it was from when we were done filming. It was, no, yeah. no, no, it's air date. Yeah. You know, you're com- if you go right onto something else, you're competing with the product that but you signed up you for. just made, yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, I don't. I get both ends of it, but it's just fucked up the way that yeah. they did it. Because, like, half of the people left after the first season, like, we didn't know it was like this. We're, we're mm-hmm. out of here. Um, and it had a potential. I, I saw it, one of their posters. Cool. They had, like, Alberto Del Rio was out there doing oh, his thing. Bro, Prince Puma, Ricochet, yeah, he was the shit. Pa- Dude, when, when, Cage came out. I think it was season two. He comes out, and uh, there's the the their Lucha Underground belt. Yeah, and he comes out and he fucks up Prince Puma, and oh, he rips belt, it in half. And he huh? rips the belt in half. That is and you're like, great. What the fuck? And then when they brought out the big badass one, and you just see him like licking his lips, like, yeah, that's what I'm fucking talking yeah. about. Like, so, and they had a cool ass like Money in the Bank style thing, but you had to collect all seven pieces of the belt to make this badass. Oh, it was like Dragon Ball meets Money in the Bank. Oh man! So once you collect the seven, you get you your... have to have seven matches. Oh, but then in the meantime, man. it can be getting taken from you too. So it's like Dragon Ball, but yeah. like, dude, it's fucking cool. That's such a good idea. And then they had a like a Shao Kahn moment because it was mean what this? He was a wrestler. You know what that kind of reminds me of? A thousand wrestlers in his mask and he ends up winning and he has a giant Shao Kahn throne watching the ring from the side. Oh man. Dude, it's fucking cool. Watch it. I don't know what it's on anymore though, dude. I'm gonna have to find it on like a pirated site. Well, and it's cool because it's like a novella in between the matches so there's better production value the stories were better. I I love like I want to say gimmick stuff, but I love like sub genre stuff, yeah, like like theme, just theme, themed, like yeah. TNA X Division. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was super cool. I I mentioned earlier that I watched a little bit of TNA when I was younger, and like Suicide and, and like yeah, AJ yeah, yeah. Styles when AJ he was Styles over was there. Sick. Yeah, uh, Samoa, Samoa Joe. Joe. Yeah, uh, where'd you win that belt in the fucking X Division? You little <laughs> pansy. <laughs> I want to be scared of Samoa Joe if I was smothered in Twinkies. Huh. He's a fat bastard. He's, He's a, a half breed. He's not, I know full blown Samoans. <laughs> that. AJ Styles Pump, dude. And, <laughs> and Papa Pump and Samoa Joe, they just perfectly encapsulate like that era of TNA. And who knows if they would have been around during like the streaming era? Who knows what what it, what would have happened right, with right. them? It would have been more eyes being able to to see because back in the day, the way it was, if you didn't have a cable deal on WWE you or on watch, wrestling, you I just watched SmackDown. Exactly. And then every night was it Saturday Night Heat or whatever? Yeah, fucking, or like, like whatever the fuck. I it remember was. too that uh, they would play like the so the Raw on Monday. Would get played on Saturday on Telemundo because yeah. Telemundo is like a <laughs> subsidiary of yeah, um, yeah. USA network, and it would be in Spanish. And obviously, like, that's not a problem whatever, for us. Yeah. <laughs> but like, imagine you, little Timmy doesn't know no Spanish, know, right? and he's like, "I want to watch Raw, but well, I don't dude, know what's a lot going of on." Stuff you don't know where to find it either, though. Like AEW, I came across it randomly on one channel. Like, oh, this is that new promotion that it's on. Know. It's on TNT, but like, no, but it was also on something else for a while. T- just, TNT and TBS. Some, yeah, something random, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" Those are just cable here? channels, so they're hard to. If you don't have cable, you just can't yeah. watch. And like in terms of like New Japan, fucking um, OVW, you just gotta be. You have to. You're lucky, dude. Yeah. You have to get like a, a web like New Japan Pro. I think anybody that's listening to this that is like a huge wrestling fan will know like it's fucking hard to watch New Japan Pro. First of all, because of how hard it is to actually access like. A viable link, right? And dude, it's in Japan. The fucking show starts at two in the morning over here, and it's like, <laughs> which is like the the I same for a the lot of these like, European <laughs> countries and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, with wrestling though, I don't. It's fun. So, uh, pro, or watching the content, I I don't mind watching it not live, 
But when you're, unless it's in person. If I'm watching live, I want it to be in person. Yeah. Like, uh, for me, media's very, very much become on demand. Uh-huh. Like, I'll watch at my convenience. There's a comedian that I love. His name's Ryan Sickler. His special came out on Wednesday. First time he's put out a special he put out on his channel. And I waited till yesterday to watch it. I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to fucking smoke a cigar and just fucking watch Ryan Sickler special because this is, I'm watching it on my convenience. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't feel like I'm trying to shove it in. I don't want to fit three hours of Raw into my fucking yeah, because, night. Dude, Monday that's night. So, like, yeah. yeah, that's so much. Like, yeah, I work, dude, I work nine hours. Sometimes I get home like, you don't I'm gonna do fall shit. asleep yeah. right in the middle oh, of this fucking dude, raw, exactly. dude. Like, yeah, and they're like, "What the fuck did I miss out on?" Like, yeah, oh, shit. and not because it's boring, because then people will say, "Well, see, that's just proof that the product's not good." But I'm like, "No, no I don't think tired. so." Yeah, I just want to <laughs> fucking melt into my couch. Yeah, in my bed. like, like I get said, it, dude. smoke a cigar, a cigarette, <laughs> maybe, and just have a beer and, and just chill. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and save it. That's why I like NXT and a lot of the stuff. I had the, you know, what fucking sucks is I had the WWE Network when it came out. Oh, it was so sick when it first came out. But what fucking upset me is Raw and SmackDown weren't on there, the most recent stuff. And I get it. They have that exclusive contact with, I think, Hulu, where they get the recent shit on there. Yeah. So I was just like, I don't want to watch Raw and SmackDown from a month ago, dude. Like, like I that just, just don't. That's not the way it works. Yeah. Like you said, you have to pick up where you, where it's going. I want to watch what yeah. I want when I want to watch yeah. it. And I'm paying 10 bucks a month for WWE Network. What was cool is you can watch, like, I'm going to pick Eddie Guerrero, and it'll show me all the Oh, my, yeah. You know, you I were able. if uh, Peacock does that still or not. They might. See I don't that, know. But, but see, like, I think that's cool for, like, somebody who's like more like your speed like somebody who's not gonna watch every week and they're just like hey you know what i thought watching this brock lesnar match from fucking 2003 or something i was you know? watching like, the eddie versus uh ray mysterio match the other day like the SummerSlam one that was leading up to it okay. yeah but it's like yeah sometimes i just want to watch this match it was cool yeah. it was cool being able to click on the wrestlers again i had peacock for a while i don't remember if they had that or not anyways uh we've been rambling on about wrestling a bit um is there anything you wanted to plug before you signed off adrian Nah, man, I just want to say thanks for having me, bro. It was my first uh, podcast appearance. Like I said, I love wrestling. I yeah, love man. you. <laughs> Everything's cool <laughs> to be out here, man. So awesome. thanks for having me. If you guys me. haven't already, check out uh, Weaving Words Podcast on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We got a Hooling Squad Discord server. Um, but yeah, any recommendations, people you want to see come back. You guys like the wrestling talk. We might be able to do some episodes later on. I know my boss likes talking wrestling here and there, and he, he used to watch a lot of the older stuff. So uh, yeah, let us know what you like and uh, share it with a friend. Thanks. Bye.